of Evington Banter. Today, we've got myself, Cassidy, my dad, Randy, and brother, Cade. Hello. And we're going to try to keep it a little lighter and a little funnier today. So what do we got? A little funnier than a bunch of people dying, dying and tragedy in Afghanistan. and a yeah, subject it's hard where, to make, you know, it's hard to make jokes, jokes can't really that. be made. Yeah. So, well, but what we can make jokes about is the, the Hollywood elite. Let's make fun of the Hollywood elite. <laughs> they are an easy target. They had the Emmys the other. I don't even know when. I didn't even know. I hadn't seen a single advertisement. All I heard was afterwards that the Emmys happened. And then saw pictures of no one wearing masks I heard at that all. Seth Rogen maybe commenting on it, but not even. Not even. He joked about we're all in a tight, closed space. I wouldn't have come, but he didn't leave. Kate and he was there and he was laughing about it. Yeah, it was a joke about them, but for them. And also and they all laughed kind of sitting a, there, yeah. not in their masks. Yeah, look at us. We don't have to follow these rules. Actually, we're famous. No, they actually it came out. Oh, yes, there's mask policies or whatever, but those don't apply to movies oh, and television. Yeah, no, and no, since it was day- being recorded for television, they yes. so yes, they are literally exempt. And and I'm not just and that wasn't just them saying that they're that they themselves are exempt. It was L.A. County officials coming out and saying that uh, it was okay. There are exemptions, and that's okay for television productions. It's been that way for a while. There was that video way way back um, of the the restaurant woman who. Oh yeah, next door they was closed, but right next door they had all these tents set up for these big. I don't know if it was movie or television production it doesn't really matter she's saying so look at all these people the chairs they're not spaced out they're eating out here but i who spent all this money changing my restaurant over for outside so that i could follow all the rules and they shut us down anyway so yeah it has been going on for the whole time at least their movies are bombing nobody watches actually did you hear uh disney marvel made that whole movie with the chinese guy to appeal to asians and china won't play it china won't play it (laughs) It's the uh the lead actor is too he's too woke yeah there's well, a lot china to- is trying to be make more manly men yeah and uh he is just a little bit too um there's rumors that he might have a little bit of conservative underlying some support for hong like, kong that yes, china didn't I heard like that. yeah and so this was supposed to be a I movie won. that was going to make them a ton of movie over or a ton of money over in china and they won't show it he'll have to apologize like john cena he's what is it? Han, 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 sorry. I've seen him and he can't make himself feminine enough to give an apology like John Cena did to China. Then, of course, you have the mayor of San Francisco who was feeling the spirit. What London, a weird excuse. London breed. We don't need we don't need the fun police. Hey, lady, you are the fun, you police, are the fun police telling us what we can and can't do. Hey, I but mean, did you hear Tony, Tony, and Tony got back together? Yeah. I have no idea who that even you, is. You have to the take your mask jazz off. Trio it's a Tony, Tony, in Tony. San Francisco. Rule. Well, what I heard of them, I That's mean, the I'm tragedy no here. Jazz musician, but I I played music. I wasn't that impressed. And I, the whole, I'm not gonna sip or take my mask, sip, put my mask back up, sip, take my, put my mask back up, even though that's what they tell you to do on a that's plane. That's the rule. Yeah, which is why well, I literally sit there on a plane holding the can of water, sparkling water in front of my mouth. She literally said what everyone has been saying for 
a year and a half now. I was like, she said, we know how to take care of ourselves. We know what, how to do it. We know how to be careful. We know. Yeah. That's what, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for agreeing with us. Oh man. It's unbearable. Celebrity hypocrisy. It's not hypocrisy. They look to say they look down at us is an understatement and they want to simply rule. They, they rule and yeah. we get and they think that they that's what it they, is i think they legitimately think that they, oh, they know really better that they should they, be. oh they yeah. really do they really do they're delusional they should go run in the state of delusion <laughs> and um, then there's the the at the met gala of uh the designer yeah. aoc's tax the aoc's rich tax dress. the rich dress and the designer of the dress is in tax debt she owes federal she, taxes. Like 15, I, I believe it was like 15 different warrants out. Failed to withhold a, income tax from employees' pay stubs or something. Th- this is stuff that you can't you can't make a, it up. She's engaged to a like a billionaire, a guy that's a yeah. part of a billionaire family. Engaged to super rich person, designed a dress that said tax the rich, has warrants out for avoiding, uh, for evading taxes. That is a story. And, and that's about AOC a story. is in question for even um, accepting the ticket. Oh, accepting it. Yeah. It's a, yeah. It's a gift that was worth uh, like $30,000, yep. Well, also the, the dress designer, you know, hey, come on. We need to cut our break. She, she's an immigrant from Ooh. Canada. She, what a, if you far, def- a far and foreign land. If you don't change to- continents, it wasn't that hard. She probably was human trafficked, you know, from Ottawa down to. Wow. Down in New York, like the cartels tra- trafficking people across the southern. Okay, I, I so doubt she got some a, coyotes. I doubt it was the yeah. same thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's the what's Canadian the, version the Canadian of a coyote? Version of a of a coyote. Mm. Co- a coyote, as Kamala Harris would say, coyote. So let's talk about the Haitian immigrants. And what are we up to? Is it still fifteen thousand under the bridge? Probably actually getting less. I will say they are taking them out of here here's what i'm actually finding here's what i'm finding more and more from listening to this is that these are not people who have just recently come from haiti right because of the political problems and because of the storm a bunch of them were set up as basically permanent residents of other countries right who had lived in chile for five or six years somebody who had lived in mexico for what eight since 2003 and they i heard of some of since 2010 they've lived in various south american countries well i heard a guy a story specifically about one person at least who had lived in mexico since 2003 and then he came into our country claiming um asylum from haiti you don't live in haiti you live in mexico a lot of them are actually going back to mexico on their own because they'd rather go to mexico than what is being done to them right now which is they're putting them on planes and they're flying them back to haiti in fact that's how I heard about the story of the guy that lived in Mexico for 18 years. He had a life set up in Mexico, decided to sell everything, come to the United States. They put him on a plane telling him he was going to Florida. And when he got off the plane, he was in Port-au-Prince. Um, and he's like, this is a country I don't even I don't even know anymore. Um, guess you should have stayed in Mexico. So they're all running back across the border so that they don't get flown back to Haiti. What well, Haiti is. It really is a horrible country. Oh, it I mean, is. I mean, um, I, I, I mean, I know I've talked to missionaries who will not do any missions work there because it's so corrupt. You cannot the good things that you want to do and the people that you want to help. It's not possible to help them. It's not possible to do those good things because it's so corrupt. No, it's controlled. It's just it's, 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 it's controlled just by feeding, street gangs. Right. It's controlled. 
these people. You're just all your money and all your goods and all those things are going into the black market and uh, people's bank accounts, and it's not ever getting so. There's no so it, it's enabling the criminals by trying to even do um, you know humanitarian work in a, in that country. And and that's been the story with all those different um, you know all the different hurricanes and the earthquakes and stuff that have hit Haiti. Um, every single time there's one of those you do see the devastation and there is a lot of aid sent. And then immediately after the stories about the disaster itself and about the aid being sent, you see a story about some corrupt politician taking that money and doing something else with it. Almost every time their their president was assassinated this summer. I mean, it's it by I'm assuming the street gangs that basically run the country. So yeah, it's, I, I understand why you don't want to be there anymore. And, you know, seeking asylum is one thing, but having been set up as a permanent resident in another country, been safe, have a life. I don't that doesn't make sense to me. Stay where you are. Okay, so I don't know exactly what was said, because what dad and Kay just witnessed that everyone can't hear was me spilling a little bit of coffee on my computer, muting and running out to grab paper towels. But I saw uh, (laughs) I was going to pretend like it didn't happen. No, that should be one of the go to rules. They, they can't see it, so you don't admit to it. No, it's fine. People, I, you guys, I'm famous for dropping and spilling things in this family. That's so. true. Yes. That's true. We could do an entire episode. The ravioli incident. Spilling and dropping things. December. The ravioli on the stairs. <laughs> and you also, you could ask Cole a couple nights ago, I dropped a, thing, a big a Kirkland salsa container and it like exploded all over the wall in the hallway. Anyway, we fixed that. But what all these things happen in Haiti. And is this true? I'm trying to look it up a hundred years ago that the, the voodoo and like dark magic was a thing and then swearing a pact with the devil. I mean, that kind of stuff has been associated with right. Haiti, but I don't know if there's some official and ever since official that story Haiti has been it. subject to a lot of these disasters. That makes sense. I mean, and there is a lot of voodoo witch doctor kind of stuff that you would relate to Haiti. Well, I never heard that. That's interesting. This is a voodoo ceremony that launched the Haitian Revolution in nineteen or in seventeen ninety one. Well, that's been a long time. Yeah, voodoo was made an official religion in two thousand three. What? That's super. That's really recent. Hey, that's why that guy moved to probably to Mexico in two thousand three, and we just sent him back to the voodoo nation. Ooh, that's a better name. The voodoo nation. A better name than Haiti, by the way voodoo nation think about though i mean you're living in mexico you've fled haiti you've been there 18 years you know it's a, a, even in mexico you're it's a significant step up from living in haiti oh yeah why not why just, risk going back to yeah, haiti exactly why risk being sent back to haiti he got okay, greedy this is an article from march 3rd 2010 and it says that about six years ago so yeah early 2000s that a former Haitian president called the nation to come together to rededicate the nation to Satan. <laughs> okay. What could possibly go wrong? A hurricanes, violence, earthquakes. Earthquakes have been really bad there. Yeah, that could be. That could be related. I'm going to say it's related. Anyway, speaking of the refugees, uh, I also want to point out that Biden, double just on a whim, uh, doubled the cap on refugees to 125,000. It has to be specifically because of this. But I don't understand why 
then they're sending them away. One hundred twenty-five thousand so, what per month? I do not know. So yeah, because the, month, the last two months they've been over two hundred thousand. So it says this is a doubling. Okay, this is a doubling of their previous cap of sixty-two thousand five hundred, um, and a one hundred and ten thousand increase from the Trump's previous cap. So this is talking about taking in official refugees, not the total number of people who have been caught sneaking across the border there i don't well, think they count those well, people. So they're all not refugee status then they don't count them as refugees i guess that's just a way around it i don't know i would hope that we would be increasing that in order to take some refugees from afghanistan if we're going to yes. take refugees from somewhere yeah yeah like uh like but that has always been it. I mean, when, when it was going down in Syria and all the Christians were being targeted by ISIS. Mm -hmm. And uh, back then when Glenn Beck's group, who's still doing it now, was trying to get Christians out of Syria, they were letting in, they were specifically keeping out Christians from Syria. Um, so I don't think that they upped the number for that. Well, good news for all these refugees is they try to sneak a new pathway to citizenship, a.k.a. amnesty, into their big old $3.5 trillion social spending bill. Unfortunately they for them, they, they didn't actually yeah, sneak it through. That's not passing. Yeah. No, and it's because uh, the man who I said from the very beginning uh, was going to control the Senate is controlling the Senate. And Joe Manchin from I mean, West Virginia doesn't seem like he's going to budge on this. And uh, Kirsten Cinema, the the she from like Arizona or something, uh, Arizona, Arizona, right? Well, yeah. she um, doesn't seem like she's on board with it either. So that's two Democrats not on board. I don't know if their opposition is that it's three point five trillion dollars or if it's the sneaky amnesty. So we've hit the debt ceiling, which is this number set that we can't go above. And we they just always vote to increase it. Because if we don't increase it, we can't take out more debt and we can't keep continue spending. And so they obviously want to raise it again. They, they need the debt ceiling increase in order to even right. pass the spending bill. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing about that. Yeah, they do need to raise the debt ceiling. The, they can do it right now. They don't need a single Republican vote to raise the debt ceiling because they control the house and they got the Senate with the plus one of Kamala Harris. So they can do it right now. They don't need the Republicans to raise the debt ceiling. They need Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema. That's true, but, but that's not, they're not raised. That's not the budget. They're, right. yeah. they're opposed to the 3.5 trillion the budget. Yeah. Um, so they, if they could get them to vote for this, they can do it now. They don't need Republicans, but they want Republicans because if Republicans don't, uh, if no Republicans support raising the debt limit, then they'll will claim that the Republicans, which have done this numerous right. times now, shut down the government. Shut down the and government. I'm screaming, shut it down. That I, I, I can't think of anything that would make me happier so, than to see our government just stop governing. Was that last one in was that 2016? 20? No, later than I that. It was later than that. Then. Because, but I was it was sometime after 2016 because I was working. It was a long one. I never stopped going to work for the federal government. Yeah. They shut down they one time. Some you? of our projects were already funded. Well, they always right. say that. They and then and then we also did training. Essential. They keep just, things that are essential are supposed to stay open. And I have to imagine defense. the Department of Defense yeah. Yeah. would be important. considered essential. 
but also we had to do a lot of training and stuff. We weren't supposed to be working on a lot of projects. So we literally sat there and did like pointless training videos for weeks. Well, what did you do when the government wasn't shut down? Probably that still. No, I did have a lot of downtime, but that's just because they didn't know what to do because they were too busy trying to find work for the people whose jobs I was automating away. I, I, I just, I wish that they would shut down the government. That'd be great. I mean, couldn't you imagine just stop being able to, um, you know, pass all this, doing all these crazy things, just go home, just lock your office door and go home and stop being a Senator and a representative and a bureaucrat. Oh my gosh. That'd be oh, so you mean wonderful. actually be among your constituents. Oh, speak that, that needs to be the new, that needs to be the new norm. Okay. That's the one thing that should have been good from all of this is we should turn zoom meetings into uh, what the majority of business in in the house and the senate all that needs to be done that way and they need to live they need to they live possibly know what their voting base wants them to do if they are never there they every no once in a while every once people. in a while you can have certain times where they get together and they still do all the big ceremonious right. stuff but they what should have they to votes? live they should have to live near the people that they're supposed to be afraid of and i'll tell you what i actually think that that's the reason the people who hold them that's accountable the, are supposed that's to. the only thing can you imagine the political pressure that is on somebody like joe manchin when it comes to stuff like this that his entire party i mean behind the scenes it must be unbearable and i can only imagine the only reason that he does what he does is because the good old boys in west virginia that aren't too far away are keeping him in check. He's more scared of of his constituents than he is of the political elite in his party. Yeah, but they live in Washington, but not because they're not there to represent their constituents. They're there to find out what special interests and all the people who are paying them off want. They don't need to be in their districts to find that out. And that's how they vote. They they vote based on who's Who's funding them? Who's paying them off? Who's sending them on a luxury vacation? And then on and on and on. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. We want them to cast cast those votes and then live near the people that it affects. Yeah, I agree, but that's not going to happen. I know. I'm guessing you don't think there's any uh, chance in my desire to start the Federalist Party and get a couple. There's like two or so senators, Congress people I'd want there. And hey, some Democrats are even starting to, to suggest a more federalist uh, form of government. Sarah Silverman. I was just going to say, she just said, maybe we just divorce. Doing a breakup. She's like, well, when people don't get along in, in relationships, they just break up. Okay, we've been talking about a national divorce for a long time. And she's like, oh, and we can be, we can be allies, USA 1 and USA That's 2. That's the states How, A limited federal like government yeah. that is responsible for, you know, like the defense of borders and stuff like that. That's a good idea. She described the Constitution of the United States. Except she wanted two countries well, instead I, of states. And, I was yeah. gonna say, I, I, it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing, but two, she's getting there. These two countries that split up because they hate each other, you think they just then ignore each other and leave each other alone? No, no. no I heard that what would happen is all of a sudden you'd have said, a civil war. She said she they said, would no, be trying to I don't get into. It would necessarily be that. USA one, she said, would be the conservatives and USA two would be them. USA one would almost immediately have an immigration crisis of people (laughs) trying to crawl over the wall into USA one. Once USA two fell into absolute disarray. That's that's what would happen. But hey, no, but that's what I'm saying about the federalist system is 
you know, just be in your state, do whatever the heck you want. You want to all agree to this? Go for it. But you know what? Stay out of my state. The federal government can do what the constitution says they can do and just leave it at that. Let you know, me do speak, the rest. Speaking of the constitution, it's one of those things that it, it always is so aggravating. Um, you've got this administration governing in a way that you cannot find it anywhere in the constitution. They're governing through the bureaucracy by getting say the um, CDC to say you can't kick somebody out of their uh, rental property. That is by absolutely not their, you know, their domain. OSHA, yes, regulating vaccines, absolutely not their domain. If people don't like what is going on based on the constitution in this country, there is a procedure in the the constitution to amend the constitution. So if you really want to do that, then follow that procedure, see if you can get it changed. If not, then so be it. And just, that's what is so aggravating. Second amendment drives me crazy. People go on and on and on on about what it means. This is not, we're not good. This is not Bill Clinton asking what the meaning of is, is we've got the second amendment. It says what it means. Clearly stop trying to debate what it really means. If you, if you're not happy with it, then enter into the amendment process for the constitution and change it. If not tough luck. It's because now they're, we're ruled by Supreme Court precedent. Uh, yeah, I'm sick of precedent too. Yeah, I, just be, just because somebody made a stupid That's what ruling all these 15 are. years ago the reason doesn't mean that I these, have to stay with it. The reason that all these government entities can do all of this. If, if well, precedent, well, if okay, precedent was law, because, we would still have slavery. Yeah. I mean, the old way is not always the right. best way. And if precedent, and there's get, tons of examples of that. If precedent says that OSHA can mandate vaccines, then it was bad precedent. It was yes. a wrong ruling. Which is the hope that if it goes to the Supreme Court, that's the only hope is that they will then be forced to overrule that those precedents, the Chevron deference. Is it only Supreme Court precedents that they're talking about? Do they only go based off precedents of the Supreme Court? Because if not, there are different levels, higher levels of courts are constantly overturning the last judge. Wouldn't wouldn't the last judge's decision be precedence? The highest level that it's gone to, that ruling, the current is the precedent. It's ridiculous. You know what else isn't in the Constitution? How the right to abortion is the right to privacy. But also, as I the word freedom. Yes, as I was saying that, I thought (laughs) thought of that advertisement for the RBG. The word that was from the RBGs. Like the word freedom does not appear. Yeah, no, he says the word woman. Appears in the Constitution. Constitution. Neither does the word, the word freedom, freedom, Your Honor. honor. No, That's not word, true. Except no, it's like the word, the word liberty in, does. Except it's the word freedom is in the preamble. Yeah. Yeah. The preamble. It's right there. Where does it say that? Where did Chris Cuomo? Where does it say that riots have to be peaceful? Uh, in the peaceful. Yeah, the right. Yeah, that one is assemble. in there. Yeah. Yeah. Where does it say that protests have to be peaceful? Right here, like, uh, right yeah. here. Do you see the word peaceably? Peaceful. It's <laughs> a bunch of idiots. And, and they unfortunately, make fun of us. They make unfortunately, fun of, they, say, they, they have so much power. Down. The media, they can just say they say whatever they want. The reason that they have amassed so much power is that yes, they are stupid, but they are completely unashamed of their stupidity, and they're completely unashamed of taking advantage of any situation they they will be dishonest they will do anything without shame in order to get power and we're not like that 
we're, you we are not like that. One of the most they, shameful things is that the left now is coming out and saying that basically, and they're admitting, um, basically everything that you heard about Hunter Biden before the election. Oh, that's true. True. Yeah, that's true. Politico reporter confirms emails from Hunter Biden laptop, and they are saying that all of this is true now. So talk about shameless lying. I mean, they knew the conservative places were saying it from the very beginning. And now the left, after it's not useful anymore, um, well, let's go back to something. Be, that- it might be useful for them to to bring all this back up because they're looking to have Biden Distract. on his way out Distract. anyway. Let's go back to something that um, we seem to have completely forgotten about too, uh, along the same vein. And that is that um, the vaccines that Trump was this the vaccines that are out there are the Trump developed vaccines. And well, Trump they didn't were, develop they, them. No, but they were under right, his funded, administration, yeah. and they purposely withheld the release of those. Until after the election. I mean, they were ready to go. Does, and it wasn't it, just that. Everything they said, everything we, they said, we were going to trust everything that you say. Um, Kamala Harris saying that, oh, I'm, I'm not going to put any, as long as Trump is in charge, I'm not going to put any of that in my body. Yes, and, but my point Nancy of this is saying, no, they no, keep, I They keep screaming science, 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 when this was obviously had a major political component to it. And I'm supposed to trust and believe you? Well, now the vaccines are good for five to 11 year olds. No, they're not. No, no. I don't understand when looking at the hospitalization rates of kids five to 11. The whole thing is that it, it doesn't even stop them. They used to say that the kids were just the spreaders, that they would spread it, but they weren't really suffering from the effects of COVID-19. But people who have the vaccine still carry the same viral load they still spread it and they're starting to say that when you get it it just makes everything less severe okay well how much less severe can reactions be for kids 5 to 11 it's been less severe the whole time yeah i posted a thing today babylon b had about how the vaccines were um only slightly more dangerous than the covid yeah i saw that than covid yeah did you see that virginia uh, is starting to introduce QR codes to verify your COVID-19 vaccination. Well, where, where before you'd been able to have, you know, your physical, your physical card, um, people can fake those physical cards. Well, you can't fake oh, right. the QR code. The only reason I can think that you would want to do this is if you were going to set up a COVID passport, because if you weren't going to make the vaccine mandatory to participate, you wouldn't need to make something more counterfeit proof. Their only reason could be that they're moving towards passport, vaccine passport. You know, there's this commercial that I don't remember what it's been playing on, but it's a commercial for the city of Los Angeles that they're trying to get people to come, like visit tourism. And it says, your comeback starts here. And I'm thinking my comeback starts here in this city where I can't do anything still, where I have to be masked and vaccinated and all this stuff. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that is really strange um to to phrase it that way when everything is not coming back it, it's more restrictions are being you know returned right. and um and then when you look at some of the exit polling from the newsom recall there was a fair percentage that said he wasn't doing enough it, right. you know for, with COVID. that's so i yeah i don't think i'm gonna start my comeback in, in LA. la no kidding i also um was thinking on this mandate all the passport stuff cole my husband has started classes at 
uh, University of Nevada, Reno. So for UNR, he they're saying if you don't get the vaccine by November something, whatever, you won't be able to register for classes next semester. So he's gone through this process of wanting a religious exemption because of the the cells that were developed using aborted fetal cells that were used in the development and testing of the vaccines. And basically, they've said, well, we don't have a process set up for that yet. We don't have the the exemption process. Is yet. that just for so in he's just person? waiting? Is that just for in person? No, I don't know. But I did hear about that student that got the kicked student out. who was got online kicked out of school. Student. He was only enrolled All for online, online classes and they kicked and they him out, kicked him out for not being vaccinated. So it's them just not coming up with a process to apply for an exemption to, to, I'm sure try to just force more people into getting it. So let me ask you this. When you hear all of these different stories, what does it cause you to conclude? It's not about the vaccines. All right. We already did a whole oh, episode yeah, about it's ne- that. It's never, it's never yeah. been about the vaccines. It's just so crazy. I watched, uh, I saw a report where um, several women attacked the hostess at a restaurant in New York because she wouldn't let them come in because they didn't have the COVID vaccine. Fine, attacked. uh, They attacked her. They physically attacked her. Yes. Yeah. Um, So the thing is, the point on that I want to make is that the government by doing this is setting up business owners who just want to run their business. They're setting them up to, to be enforcement. It, you know, it's just, it's not their place. It's not what they're there to do. They are also leveraging the divide and just widening the divide in, in the citizenry. What are they going to do when somebody kills somebody? Because there are crazy people out there enough that they do, that kind of stuff happens. There have been, there have been attacks with weapons already, um, you know, over the masking kind of stuff. People have, people have shot and killed it was. people for it. It was, it was a, a, a clerk, ago. a store security guard in a store. There was a man who had come in and unmasked, right? And then he they got him to leave, whatever. And on his way out, didn't he shoot him in the back? He followed him out and shot I'll him. I'll look yeah. it up. Yeah, I, I've seen other stories like that. There have been actual physical attacks. And it, and it's it's insane. And, and in this case, this is going to be... Um, That's on I, this I administration. Heard it on, I heard it on Michael Knowles that this is going to be, these people are going to find themselves in no man's land. I actually am starting to, or I'm going to feel a little bit for the, the black community in New York. I mean, talk about Jim Crow. They, they know that they're the ones that are very hesitant uh, percentage wise when it comes to racial breakdown, they're the most hesitant and they're basically being banned from everything to do in New York. So the headline was security guard who shot man three times acted in self-defense because the victim wasn't wearing a COVID mask, lawyer says. And the three ladies that attacked the hostess, they were black ladies that had not had their vaccines because because 70% of blacks in New York have not been vaccinated. Yeah, and they're making it racial too. And so BLM is coming to protest the the citywide vaccine uh, mandate and the mask mandate. It's kind of eating their own, but really what you're doing is you are really alienating because I, I can't, I still can't get behind BLM just because of what they stand for. And apparently now neither can the left. I mean, what's, what's the left going to do? They've been so on BLM side that now all of a sudden BLM is going to come out and protest masks and vaccines. Um, I don't know who, I don't know what's going to happen with that. That's very, very complicated politically. Well, this is the point I made, and I think it was our last podcast. These people that the the uh, left is using 
like BLM and Antifa, they are anarchist. This is something that I don't know if the left realizes. These people are not on their side. They're not no. on their side. They are anarchists. They want to tear everything down. Now, at times they're useful to the left, but they are not necessarily completely aligned with the left. They are just anarchists who want to just basically destroy everything they see, both sides. Oh, of the wasn't it the day after the election? Antifa was outside uh, chanting, uh, you know, negative things about Joe Biden right after right after he was inaugurated. So they they yeah, they are just completely anti authority. So they're useful. And uh, they're about to become a problem, I guess. I mean, I'm pretty anti-authority too, but I don't go out in the streets and riot. I've thought about it. <laughs> Aren't you guys going to some kind of event? Yeah, being put together by healthcare workers um, and you know frontline uh, people that treat it, um, saying, "Hey, we're working in it. We know what's going on and and what you're being told that you have to do." And, and or you know, I, I saw today where uh, like CVS and Walgreens and stuff like that, big big chains, they are refusing to um, fill um, prescriptions for ivermectin. They just won't. They won't fill it. Pharmacists, Things like that. And that's so the agreement between you and your doctor. Pharmacist has no right to not fill a prescription. Well, they are. And that's the same thing we saw. If you haven't seen it already, the Project Veritas video that came out. Yeah, I was going to say we um, should mention we're, it. We're recording this on uh, Tuesday, the 21st. On Monday, the first video came out, and that's exactly what was happening. They did undercover. They got videos of, of doctors saying the hospital has basically told us if you want to keep your job, you won't prescribe ivermectin. Um, even if they think that it's the right thing to do, they're being told not to do it. We have done some checking around, and I would encourage anybody to do this uh, of area area hospitals to find out if somebody comes in with COVID uh, who needs to be admitted. How will you treat them? What are That's you using point. to treat COVID patients? Know that in advance, because there are some hospitals here in our area you do not want to go to because they and are also not ask them. them ask them if a patient specifically asks for a certain treatment, would you give it to them? Because sometimes they'll say. I mean, sometimes they'll say no, and sometimes they'll say yes. I know specifically some that would just say no, even if you asked, even if your own personal doctor, you know, recommended that you take it. If you went to the hospital on an emergency basis, they wouldn't. So the other thing that I noticed from the Project Veritas video that stuck out to me was how they said that they are not reporting these adverse events to the VAERS uh, database. So that means that the adverse and that one was are, specifly myocarditis. That's that that one example in the yeah. video. But they made the statement as, of course, they're not going to. A lot of yes. them aren't like this is happening on a broad scale. So that means that the adverse events are underreported. However, That's the you. most recent data. So the underreported numbers are still insane. If you yeah. look at the summary that came out on September 10th, the number of adverse reactions, COVID-19 vaccines, December 2020 to present, over 700,000. All other vaccines, 1990 to present, 820,000. It's almost the same. Number of life-threatening events, 15,000 for COVID vaccine, 13,500 for all other vaccines, 1990 to present. So more, it's crazy. Number of deaths, almost 15,000 for the COVID vaccine, it says. It's yeah, crazy. And, and like you said, it's uh, widely agreed that VAERS is underreported. 
One that sticks out to me as a young woman of childbearing age is the number of birth defects after vaccination is 430 for the COVID vaccine compared to 139 for the all other vaccines, 90 to present. Now, this is probably women who were pregnant. Miscarriages. Yeah, this is probably women who were pregnant at the time of it. However, we don't know what those effects are long term and if they would last. So I'm not trying to go get this vaccine. To be fair, speaking from my wife being a statistics teacher, these other vaccines were being given when the population was much smaller and less, a lot less people were receiving them. So while all yes, other all vaccines, these, now here's, say, and that's what I pointed out to her. I said, yes, but you're talking about that all other vaccines and you're talking about these vaccines have been given for decades. So yes, while you might say, well, the population back then was much smaller that's true that it is today receiving COVID, but it's, they've been being given for decades. That so was 30 I, it, years worth of statistics that it's right. compared Plus, to. Plus, it's all vaccines, not yeah. just one vaccine. Yeah, we, we joked about when, uh, when Ohio first did, and this was way before, there weren't as many adverse um, effects that had been reported on, but we joked that they were doing this lottery where five people who had been vaccinated in Ohio were entered to win a million dollars. And then even at that time, as early on as it was, when you look at how many people had died, had died from it in the state of Ohio, more likely 25 times more likely to die from the vaccine than to win the million dollars. It's (laughs) insane. (laughs) So that that money, though. I I guess, but uh, no, no, thank you, especially when they're talking about young, young men getting myocarditis especially having a grandfather who died from congestive heart failure i feel like if i got the vaccine i would die especially when the government is trying to do everything in there they that they possibly can to make that million dollars worthless oh yeah 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 they're so yeah (laughs) million dollars in ohio is i guess something but California it and, for, get you a and cardboard for, high, box. for high school kids it wasn't even as good as that it was uh college tuition to any state university That's definitely worthless uh which so so not only Absolutely we're gonna worthless. let you get indoctrinated mm-hmm. for free we're gonna indoctrinate you for free you're, you're gonna be a good little citizen if you live if you live from the vaccine yeah then you can be a good citizen wouldn't it have been wild if one of the people who won the million dollars in Ohio died, died from it had already died they had already died they tried to give them the million dollar vaccine lottery and they were dead I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want that to happen necessarily but that would be really weird for the state to have to admit yes. oh well one of the winners was dead so we're gonna pick again it was a pre-existing situation it had nothing to do with that the one vaccine. was definitely no they uh, they Pay no attention to the minutes. man behind the curtain. They died 30 minutes after receiving the first dose, and the autopsy says a brain aneurysm. Hey, what about um? I didn't. I haven't seen this yet either. But um, Australia, you said that a bunch of people just stormed a police line. So at first, they had a couple things going on where, uh, because of the lockdowns, they had um, truck drivers protesting by a lot of them would just stop driving and some of them would take their trucks and block the freeways. And that was their, their protest. So they had a really big uh, supply chain issue in Australia, just from people protesting. Well, now it's construction workers and they were in the streets. It actually is a little bit scary. If you think of it from the police perspective, there's a, there's a line of police 
and someone's yelling through a bullhorn, you know, this is illegal, whatever, go home. And then this group of at least a thousand men just starts chanting every day, every day. There's aggression and there's unity in them yelling every day. And it sounds a little scary. I would be scared if I was a police, I'd let it go. And then I've also seen a video of, uh, of a reporter um, directly one-to-one talking with some law enforcement in Australia. And he said, when it really, you know, when it really comes down to it, I agree with you. He said, I agree with you. I'm tired of all this too. And I don't think we should be doing it, but I only have the skills to do this job and I need this job and it's my paycheck. And so he agrees with the protesters, but is doing his job is doing what he's told in return for a paycheck. And we wonder how the Nazis were able to do what they did. You know, it's wrong. And you do it anyway for money. I mean, that is the ultimate sellout. So that's what's going on in Australia right now. I guess it's going to take those couple cops who think the way that guy does to finally realize, hey, it's not worth the money. And maybe the police will stop doing what they're doing. Well, in this country, there are several military officers and such that have gotten to the point to where and they're close to retirement and things like that. And they're sacrificing their retirements one year away, two years away. Because they just say you you at some point you just have to do what's right. Have you seen you about stand up? Have you seen about the tier one operating groups though that are saying that they'll step down if they're required to get the vaccine? A I lot of Navy a, SEALs, a lot yes. of Navy SEALs are stepping down, and the government is concerned with a like a critical situation preparedness if all of a sudden the tip of the spear goes away because they were asked to get the vaccine. So actually, I think that they're giving them more and more time. They keep pushing it back because they know that if all those guys left, we'd be in trouble. But here's one other thing I want to propose with the whole vaccine mandate, especially like in the military. Think about it. It's identifying all of the uh, true patriots. It's identifying the conservatives. It's identifying the Christians. It's identifying the high testosterone people that you want in the military so that they can be eliminated. Is that a possibility? You mean they're using the, they're using the vaccine as vetting? Correct. It's, it's the By same thing. It. Yeah, it's the same thing that I had said um, about uh, defund the police. I think that defund the police was exactly that. It was a way to get rid of the Christian conservative, the patriot mindset kind of people, make their job as hard as possible so that they quit. And then all of a sudden you saw this big rush. You saw all these big cities start launching these refund the police. So they did refund the police, except this time we're not hiring back the people that quit. We're hiring back people that we can vet. We're hiring back people that think the same way we do that are going to follow orders. I think defund the police, refund the police was a big replacement scheme. It was a big time replacement scheme. And they got the exact people that they want in there now. That could absolutely be what the vaccine mandate is in the military. And look at the latest military recruiting video advertisement. Oh, yeah. Does it target? The girl's name is Emma. She has she has two mommies. They think that if everybody else gets more iPhones and more McDonald's and gets access to Netflix, everybody will be happy. The Afghan, the, the Taliban, the whole will be world. Happy. Yes, these people are profoundly stupid. They're not just clueless; they are profoundly stupid. And one thing that makes them so stupid is they're so impressed with themselves, thinking how smart they are. 
I mean, it's it's like them using anti, it's like them using anarchists and not thinking at some point it's going to come back to bite them. You get away with it for a while. This is what I I've always said. This ultimately, truth wins out. It has to. Falsehood will fail. It has to. That doesn't mean that the fall, all the lies that are being put forth politically in our nation right now are going to uh, fail and will return to the constitutional uh, you know republic. What it means is eventually it will fail because even if we do move to being a Marxist socialist country, it won't be a successful experiment. But by then it will no longer be the United States either, but it will not produce what they want it to produce other than for the few you know, oligarchs at the top. But what's frightening is how many people, you know, you got half the country that are unable to see what's going on. And we're, they think maybe we've moved a little off the mark from where we're at as a country. And we're not just a little off the mark. We are miles down the road. From I don't think to. that's, I don't know if they think that we've just moved a little bit off the mark. They, um, I mean, most of them have been convinced that where we were before was bad and they want to move us off the mark. They've been convinced that the that the original starting point was right. bad and that we should be moving off the mark. That's the reason why we're moving in the direction that we are. That's the reason why they call themselves progressives. There are some people that believe that. That's true. A lot. I think it's most of them. So what happens when you have that mindset and we embrace the transgender movement because that's a nicer, kinder way of treating people? And then the women's movement gets trashed in the process. How does that resolve itself well it's the oh it, it doesn't it doesn't you just leave you leave them behind they're just progressing they're not looking backwards yeah um you don't it's, care it's about the, who you trample over it in order to get there yeah it's the olymp what is it the olympics of the oppressed oppression the hierarchy olympics. of the oppression olympics. oppression olympics i support the right of trans women to have abortions they can have as many abortions as they want <laughs> all i think that all abortions should be illegal except for trans women trans women yep should have abortions at will Yep. You have as many abortions as you want there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we stopping this? Right here.